Hey everyone, how you doing? This is Amon Green, the Green Bay Packers all-time leading rusher, and you're listening to The Average Cheese, hosted by Dell and Todd, two lifelong Packer fans talking about their favorite team, the 13-time champion, Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! So welcome to episode 15 of the Average Cheese Podcast. I'm Dale Lobel. This is Todd Widener. Our intro has changed up a little bit, so more live stuff. Shout out to Dwight at DDG Customs and Andy at ThirdEyeGraphics.net. We appreciate all the things you've done for us. Shout out to our 353 Twitter followers. Also, you can get a hold of us at Average Cheese at gmail.com. If you want to email us, you can also DM us on Twitter at Average Cheese. So with that, welcome to week 15. Let's go. What about Facebook? Oh, we also have Facebook, but I don't know how to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Just just type it in the search bar. A-V-G cheese. We're so average, we can't even spell the word average, so we had to abbreviate it to A-V-G. That's that's what makes the sauce. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's it's kind of full circle. Yeah, and just uh, a forward look towards next week. We're going to have a guest on next week. We're going to have Peter, the IT hedgehog from profootballhistory.com on next week. So I'm going to interview him over the weekend. He is not average. (laughs) He is not. So that'll be interesting dynamic between uh, someone who's an actual consummate professional and two average cheeses. Yeah, maybe I'll wear a tie or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well we I'm should, interviewing. Yeah, we should clean up. Yes, yeah, not, not, not the swear jar, not not in the swears, but the swear jar will remain. Exactly. So I will have to warn him ahead of time that we cuss, <laughs> you know, in case he gets offended. He's listened to our show, so he probably knows. I, we I, are who I we are. In order to come onto the show, you you should be required to have your own swear jar, right? Yes, no? that's absolutely okay. true. I will remind him of that. Yeah, so if, get out his. He is not coming on the show without his own swear jar. Absolutely. I will remind them before we talk on Sunday. Yeah, so it'll be good. Beautiful. So week four in the NFL, Packers win again. Packers 30, Falcons 16. What are your thoughts? Domination. I mean, we're 4-0. I think I had us, uh, when we were doing the pre- uh, the predictions, I think I had us at 2-2 two and two right now going into the bye week, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm I'm definitely way off. But, uh, man, they're on a roll. The, the offense is so is just running at such a high level. LaFleur's got everything just like running on high octane and everyone's playing out of their minds. So it's kind of like no stopping them at this point. The one thing that I kept thinking, and I said this to you, I texted you this a couple times during the game, was they are college wide open. Yeah. Like guys running around with no one covering them. <laughs> Especially Tanyan, <laughs> which we're going to get to. But I mean, dude was wide open on a number of occasions. It's like you might want to put somebody on that guy. My favorite play, I think, of the season involved Tanyan in this game. So he's running into the route. That dude tackles him. He does a forward roll. He's still wide open by 10 yards. How is that even possible? When I saw him do the forward roll, it's like that's, that's a total football drill, like peewee stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like run, do a somersault, get up, and like we'll throw you a pass or something. You're like, or well, whatever, right? 
<laughs> just to kind of get your body on the ground and like disorient you. But like, man, that was a total like pee thing, man. It was, it was cool. And he was still wide open after all of that. Oh yeah. He was still wide open. And the guy like grabbed his ankle. I mean, <laughs> it was like, what are you doing? That was, he was, that was horrible. He was so beat on that play that that was his only option. And after he yeah. dove and tackled him, he still couldn't get up to get, you know, make a play. Right. But yeah, they're, they're rolling right now. Totally different level. Yeah. It's unprecedented, right? Maybe not unprecedented, but it, like with the Packers, it's been a long time since they've had an offense that just clicked constantly. Yeah. And we go back to it every week, I think, too. It's like they have all the star players, right? And, you know, now now the offense is in sync with LaFleur and everyone's playing well. And But like the, the one thing that keeps happening from week to week is that offensive line is just like really surprising me. I mean, we, we know we have two pro bowlers on the left-hand side, right? And Lindsey's not that far behind, by the way, as far as making himself a pro bowler. And then you go uh, over to the right side. I mean, and we had question marks there, and but everyone's stepping up to the plate. The offensive line is dominating, just yeah, absolutely yeah. dominating. And that's allowing Rodgers, last year you'd see him drop back. He'd have, he'd maybe see his very first option. He wouldn't even be looking into the second and third, third routes because he couldn't. Right now, right. he's got the time to do that, and now you're seeing the results. Yeah, and I was looking through the schedule. You know, with Boza being out in San Francisco, I don't know that the Packers play a defensive line, and there will be one, I'm sure. But just looking at the schedule at a glance, I don't see a team that's just going to really rush the quarterback and, and make Rodgers you know, run around back there. I just don't see it. And yeah. this isn't even their best line, right? Lane Taylor is out yeah. for the year. Right, yeah. They're, they're playing out of their minds. But again, like like you keep saying every week too, is the the offense keeps stepping up, and there's always like this new player uh, stepping forward. Yeah, Tanya was that guy for sure. The last thing I wanted to say about Lafleur and his game plan is, you know, now that we've looked, if you look back, Lafleur quarterbacks, he's never had Aaron Rodgers clearly, right, right. as his quarterback, right. but he's had Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan had the best year of his career with Lafleur. You look at uh, RG3, was was rookie of the year when they yeah. had that crazy good coaching staff in Washington yeah. for that what year or two. He made the Madden cover, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they have had their best years under this offense, and it is a – I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to have his best year statistically because he's going to have to you know hand the ball off once in a while to Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. He's, he's on his way. I mean, the way things are kind of <laughs> – I know we're going to have a clunker of a game, but as of the first four weeks, it's been awesome. Yeah, mind-blowing, unbelievable. Before we get into the injuries, let's have that quick 30-second spot for BallotReady.org. I promise afterwards there will be no political rant. Let's get into the injuries. There was a few of note. Degora, I mean, is, is probably the biggest one. Torn ACL out for the season. I think, I don't know where I was reading this. I always like go through so many different media platforms, but I think Lafleur was quoted as saying something like, yeah, it's bad. Like it's a bad tear. Oh, Christ. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that, like, <laughs> but like he didn't hold back saying like, it, like it's a, I don't know how, what the severity levels are of ACLs, but apparently this one's, it's up there. Yeah. So we won't uh, see him again this season, clearly. No, absolutely not. No way. And I don't know, you know, we'll talk about this later about Todd Gurley and how he's not the same guy. I, I worry then 
with Aguara, like, is he now going to be a different player? Is he going to lose? I mean, Randall Cobb had the same thing. Randall Cobb had that leg injury, and then he was never the same guy afterwards. He was never had the explosiveness that he had in the early parts of his career. Yeah, it's, 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 hard, it's hard to see that happen to such a young guy, man. It was so much upside. Seems like a dedicated player. Sullivan, I, I saw Sullivan go out. I think he was in the concussion protocol. So that, that's a big... Big blow there. I think a couple guys came in. Redmond came in for him. A couple other guys are filling the spots up. He, you know, he's off to a really big year too. Hopefully, he's going to be back. And you know, we, we said this especially last week. Like this bye week couldn't be better for for everyone to kind of limp into. Yeah, and it's crazy when we did the early podcast. I'm like, God, oh, God. When we were talking about week by week how the season was going to go, I was bitching about how <laughs> about. <laughs> about how this week four bye week was going to suck because it was way too early and nobody's heard at that time. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. It couldn't have come in a better time for the Packers with Adams, Clark, Barnes, Sullivan, like all these guys that are hurt. Perfect timing. Yeah. I think Barnes is a shoulder, but, and on on the topic of Barnes, I mean, he's, I mean, hopefully it's not too, too serious and he gets into the bye week and gets that thing rehabbed, but man, that guy is playing out of his mind. He is. Let's talk about him really, when we get to the defense. Yeah. yeah, I want to talk a little bit about him too. I really like that guy. So, All right, so let's talk about offense. The offensive review. What happened? What was good on Sunday? So many things to talk about. There was, yeah, it's like every week. There's, it's, a, it's a pretty easy uh, overview to write up because there's just so many good things going on all over the place. I mean, we've already mentioned Tanyan. He was unstoppable basically in this game with three touchdowns, right? But then, uh, you know, one of the things I kind of picked out was, um, you know, Jones had 15 rushes for 71 yards, five receptions for 40 and a touchdown. Williams, he only had, he had eight rushes for 10 yards. He, he always comes in during the hard parts of the game. You know what I mean? He does. I mean, he doesn't get those the premier carries, right? But then again, he turned out with eight receptions for 95. Yeah. So e- each of them had 100 yards combined in this game and they accounted for 216 total yeah. through the year and rushing. I mean, that's, that's just hard to stop, man, when, when, when your backs are producing like that. So I thought those two guys really stood out in this game and really propelled the offense to, to the victory. You know, they didn't have Lazard. They don't have Adams. Mercedes Lewis was out of this game. DeQuara went out with an ACL. So they had to go somewhere with the football. Tanya right. had a huge game. I have him on my fantasy team, by the way. That was awesome. You started him, right? I started him. Yeah, he had 33.8 points out of the tight end spot. You never get it. And I have Rodgers, so I was double dipping all night oh, long. Wow. Those oh, two okay. scored me 70 points just between the wow. two of them. Yeah. Just the two of them? Just those two. Yeah, wow. I would have almost won if I would have played a good kicker. You didn't, you didn't win with no, that? No, I did win. I could have won oh. with just those two guys almost. Oh, right, right. I mean, Aaron Jones, when he's rolling, he's so versatile. Right? I mean, if you look at the stats, those are just combined yards. Now, if you just look at 15 rushes for 71 yards, eh, it's fine. It's like four and a half yards per carry, five receptions for 40 yards. Mm, It's fine. But when you combine them and it's week after week, and Williams having eight catches for 95 yards, like that's insane. Yeah. Insane. Who do you cover? Yeah, uh, it's really hard to say. Yeah, I I was really impressed with, you know, going back to what you were saying about um, how they're like college open. That first touchdown by Jones, yeah. there was nobody. <laughs> no. I mean, nobody around him. No. It didn't get any easier than that. 
Yeah, it's so crazy how open they are. Now, granted, Atlanta's guys were all hurt. Like, even their, they were hurt to begin with, and then their safety went out early, too. But yeah, this is the National Football League. You're a pro football player. Step up. Go do like, your job. Yeah, next so. man up, as McCarthy used to say. <laughs> I mean, Michael. Michael. Who's going to get fired? But that's another, it's for another time. Mm. Aaron Rodgers Yes, I think we just need to call him Aaron Freaking Rodgers from now on. He doesn't. He just needs to have a middle name of Freaking because yeah. he was crazy good. Yeah, on Monday night. It's almost like when I was watching him, and we'll talk about this like probably throughout. But it just seemed like you know o- over the course of time when you, you've watched sports and you've seen like the Michael Jordans and you've seen like the Gretzkys and stuff like that. You know, play that that we grew up with, you know, where you see these guys on their respective, uh, you know, whether it's the ice or the court or whatever, and they're just kind of alone and they're, they're doing things in their, by themselves and everyone else has to basically adhere to what they're doing. And that's really what was going on in this game. It was Aaron Rodgers and nobody, and there wasn't anybody else. He was just doing things, and you had to follow what he was doing, and and there was no stop. It no. was a complete domination in this game. Absolutely, one of the most he, dominating performances I've seen, and I, I know he's statistically probably had better, but this one was just like nobody could stop him. Period. Right. Absolutely, so. it was just yeah. I mean, he had six incompletions, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> twenty-seven right. for thirty-three, three hundred twenty-seven yards, four touchdowns, no picks, one hundred twenty-seven passer rating. I mean, we are blessed. To yeah. watch that man play every week. I know. We really are. We're so spoiled. He had a phenomenal game. Absolutely phenomenal. So we, we always try to do the good, the bad, and on everything. I, I don't know. <laughs> what do we have that was bad on offense? I'm trying to – I mean, I, I basically wrote in, in, like, whether or not is there one. I mean, I, I can't – I'm trying to think of something that they could clean up or whatever. But, man, I mean, they were firing on all cylinders. I, I really don't see anything that could have been cleaned up in, on – from my perspective, anyway. The only negative that I can think of is I question going for it on fourth down that early when you don't really know what's going on. When they went for it on fourth down in the first quarter, um, when they could have kicked a field goal there, went up 10 nothing. I think we're texting that back and forth. Yeah. I mean, I question that, but, I mean, other than that. And, actually, I I saw, like, a freeze frame. I think he might have been in on that play, even though he ran a shit route on that play. He, I mean, you he don't did. run that to the to the goal line. Yeah, you run it into the end zone. So it was he a did. poor he, route. He did. He did run a poor route for sure. But you know that comes with experience and stuff. He's a young dude. Yeah, you know, he hasn't played in too many like pro games, so he should come along. And, and I'm sure he's looking at that tape and trying to get a better understanding of where he needs to be. So. Absolutely. I mean, other than that, I, I honestly have nothing. I'm nitpicking, yeah. and I just don't have anything. Yeah, just absolute, absolute domination. Absolutely. Let's move on to defense. So there were some really good things in this game. Absolutely. You know, it was a Darius Smith, eight tackles, and you know, a very quiet three sacks. You know, I, I don't know how – I don't want to take any, like, from him, but, you know, he, he definitely was the, was the player on the field that was making a lot of the plays. I mean, he was stepping up. He was making tackles. He was pressuring the quarterback. You could kind of see him getting his rhythm now, getting his stride to where he was last year. So that, that was very promising. As far as Preston Smith, well, I'll save that for the – for the bad? <laughs> Me for the bad. When you, when you talk about the Smiths, you kind of talk them as a pair, right? So, you know, Preston was very quiet once again. Funny that you said that because I literally texted one of my buddies the same thing. He had a quiet three sacks. Yeah. 
Like it you was. just don't see that. Like usually yeah. when there's three sack, when a guy has three sacks, then the announcers are all up and down, like saying oh, what man. a great game he's having. And he didn't. They really didn't mention it because the offense probably was so unstoppable. They probably didn't talk about Zadarius Smith enough, but he was really good in this game. And it's yeah. the first time all year that I thought he was really, really good. Well, that crew that they had announcing this game, my lord, yeah. it, it's, it was not not good to listen to. <laughs> There's got to be better guys out there than that. Right? My favorite's Romo. That dude is awesome. He is awesome. And by the way, Wisconsin, born in, yeah. Just throwing that in there. Yeah, and then he went to school in like some little shitbag place in Illinois, like Eastern Illinois or something like that. <laughs> yeah. he, he's good. I mean, I, I I love listening to him because he can break down. You know, when the offense is rolling, what whichever team it is, man, he's just like breaking it down and like showing stuff, and he's got so much insight and knowledge, and like just the way he kind of delivers everything, he's just awesome. He is phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal, Gary Alexander was great again. Yeah. And I don't know if it was that Calvin Ridley was that hampered by his injury or that Alexander just absolutely shut him down because even with Julio Jones out of the game, and he shouldn't have been in the game at all, like no. he was not right and not ready no. to play. No, I don't know how hurt Ridley was, but he was non-existent in that game. He, he really made was. no impact plays. He really was. Yeah, you know, and it forced Matt Ryan to, to other people which aren't as maybe polished and qualified as, as those two. But whatever. I mean, Jair Alexander is off to like a Pro Bowl season at this point. Absolutely. He, he loves it. I, I, you can kind of see like with him, you know, in his first two years, he, he's that type of player who just gets so fired up. It almost starts to affect his play. You know, I, I love the cockiness. I love the like the in your face, like talking some shit back and forth to the guy, you know, and, and all that. Like, I, I love that. But he's the type of player who, like, has to kind of get that under wraps and a little bit more under control because it's starting to affect your play. And again, and I've said this for at least the last episode, but I've got to think it's their new defensive back coach that's in his ear saying, hey, grow up a bit, right? You're in your third year. You're a pro. This is the way you do things here. You've got all the talent. Now, now's the year to like make your mark. So You don't need to talk about it. You just go out there and do it yeah. week after week after week. He's he's kind of changed in that regard, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, he, he's been great. He is the highest rated defensive back in PFF right now after the four week. I don't know you can do any better than that, right? You're the best no. as no. of right now. Right now. And I am excited to see Raven Green back. Like, he's just that – I don't know how to explain it. He's huge, first of all, for his safety. We've <laughs> talked about that. That dude does not shy away from the weight room. Yeah, he is jacked up, man. He's a versatile dude. Like, he's yeah. that guy that can come down in the box and make plays, but he can also drop back in coverage. Now, he's not yeah. great in coverage. I mean, he's, he's not going to be Darnell Savage. He doesn't have that no. kind of speed or no, anything. No, no. No. But you can move him around, and he's versatile. And especially with the, you know, injury to Kirksey and then Barnes being banged up and Ty Summers and Oren Burks, we're not, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah, very able, shaky usually. So to have Raven Green be able to do multiple things, especially when you have two good safeties and you can put him on the field as a, you know, that small linebacker. Yeah. That's awesome. That's for what the he Packers. did, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was all over the place. Eight, eight tackles and a sack. That's solid. I don't know that he played a lot of uh, – like, did he play every single snap or – I didn't look at his snap count. On different, I think he was in on different packages or whatever. Whatever it was, I don't think he had every snap. But, man, he had a – he seemed to be 
all over the place. He saw his number quite a bit. Yeah. He made the most having, of it. Yeah, and having that guy healthy and, and on the field is definitely a step up for, for the defense, especially how many injuries were, were down right now. And the negatives, you know, I was listening to Patton speak, and he was like, well, he wasn't super concerned about the missed tackles in the New Orleans game because mm-hmm. it was Alvin Kamara, and he said, well, we're not going to play that guy every week. Well, he didn't play New Orleans last week, and you right. still had 13 missed tackles. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I just don't know where that gets cleaned up, but that, there there were a lot of missed tackles. And it, it, whether it's over-pursuit or not wrapping up or aggressive play, I, I really don't know where it is. But Petten's got to, like, get these guys, you know, ass and start making sure that wrapping up, man. You know, you were talking about it before, before we went on the air, but the scoring in the NFL is crazy high right it's now. Just, we've determined we've watched the NFL for what? 40-some years, right? 40-some years. 40 years, let's say. I've never seen anything like this scoring. It's just crazy. Yes. Right? I mean, everyone's scoring 30s every game, and people are throwing for 500 yards and losing. and Right. It's insane. So I was thinking what you said, and I was kind of running through it in my mind. I wonder if the preseason didn't hurt defenses. You know, when we talked about it before the season started, I thought that the defenses would be ahead of the offenses because of the lack of preseason games. But clearly I'm not I'm way off on that because the defenses can't stop anybody. Yeah. Just can't. Yeah, it's way off. I mean, you look through some of these I'm not gonna go through every score, but the first half dozen scores are read like thirty seven twenty eight, thirty three twenty five, forty nine thirty eight, thirty five twenty nine. 31-23. I mean, it just continues on down the line. Yeah, so I wonder then, you know, we only follow the Packers this closely and look at their statistics and things, but I wonder if league-wide tackles missed is a higher statistic this year than it is than it's been in the past. Yeah, I, I definitely would have banked on that the offenses would not be in sync and the scoring would have been down well, just because yeah. of there's no preseason. But I guess not. It's, it's like a mystery. I don't know. So I see that you have this here, and I am going to go with it as a negative. Lowry, so it's the weekly Lowry and Lancaster update. Yes. Which is just going to be a thing, I think, now. So Lowry had one Uh, tackle. The double L watch. Yeah, one tackle. I mean, thanks for coming out, buddy. I keep my eye on those guys so much, but then, like, my blood pressure starts to go up, and I, I just have to watch, like, other things on the field because I just cannot concentrate on watching how pathetic they play. I will say this, because I know I beat up on these guys too. Patton was talking about what a nice game Lancaster had last week against Atlanta. Okay, four tackles and only one was solo. That means your fat ass probably just like tripped over the pile and like fell on the ball carrier three times. (laughs) Right. And it's, yes, and I said it before and I will say it, I don't know, all season long. Todd Gurley is not Todd Gurley anymore. He oh, is so much slower. Yeah, he is himself. not dynamic. He is not the guy he was when he was with the Rams when he was younger. When he got hurt, it was it, it did damage to him as a football player. He's not the guy he used to be. So playing against Todd Gurley, Atlanta has no real running game at all. No. And that no. played into the Packers' strengths too. Yeah. They got lucky. But, yeah, they, they, those two guys got to step up. I, I really like seeing Kiki in there a lot more. And, you know, once we come out of the bye week, we're going to be strengthened up a little bit. This is unrelated to the bad. This is actually a good thing. So 
Let's talk about the miscellaneous observations, like what we saw. And I just wanted to say that for the second week in a row, Montrevious Adams olayed the center. Like Did he? that's becoming his move. Yeah, like he just hmm. whips the center out of the way and makes a play. Like if he can do that twice a game, that'd yeah. be spectacular. Get him some playing time. I mean, it's definitely better than Lancaster or Lowry. Well, and, you know, so Patton is saying that Lancaster did a nice job, but at the same time, they signed Billy Wynn, and Billy Wynn went immediately to the active roster and played in this game. <laughs> he did. Didn't he get hurt, too? I did he not He might have been hurt, that. too. Yeah, he might have got banged out of there. But there was a play where he anch- Billy Wynn anchored his behind into the ground and stopped a double team center guard double team and that we have not seen yet if that's his only job to take on the center and the guard and he can do it hallelujah absolutely absolutely what else well the other things were um i think we there might have been one game this year but definitely in this this game is why was afr and jones in during garbage time I mean, how many minutes were left? It was over three. It was enough. It was three. Yeah. Three or four minutes. The game's a, put away. Put Boyle out there. Put Dylan out there and just kill the clock off. You don't, we don't need unnecessary injuries. I, I, I questioned that call by, uh, and, and, you know, it's hard to poke holes in LaFleur's uh, management of this team this year, but man, pull those guys out at that point of the game. I totally agree. It's, it's unnecessary. And not only were they in the game, but they were handing the ball to Aaron Jones. I know, which was even more – I didn't understand that at all. Right. Really Stop did. it. <clears throat> yeah. That was the exactly right. Put Boyle in the game. Put A.J. Dillon in the game. Give huh. him his five, six carries and let him just beat up on guys. I mean, he's – I don't want to say expendable because he certainly is not. But he's not a guy you're going to rely on down the stretch when you need to win. I mean, it looks like the, the Packers are going to coast into the playoffs. I shouldn't say that in week <laughs> four. But the, the rest of the division is not good, even with the Bears being 3-1. and one, They're not very good. Right. So I think that they will have the opportunity to play, but I don't know. Like, I don't think you needed to do that in this case. And if he gets hurt, oh, my gosh, then what? Right. And the Bears are down 3 nothing. by the way. Just saying. Oh. Nice. <laughs> the worst three and O team ever. Yeah, three and one now. I love it, man. I love it. But the other um, w- one of the other observations I, I um, saw too was uh, w- Wagner checked in on the left side as an eligible receiver. I thought that was kind of interesting, little uh, you know dynamic that Lafleur drew up. But. Yeah, and I-, I was talking to you about this before. So Ricky Wagner went to West Dallas Hale High School. He played oh, really? tight end. Yeah, he, play, he went to Hale, and he played tight end in high school. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so he, he must have gained He's a very ball local. Yes, yeah, he is. Local guy all the way around. So that's yeah. cool. And Mercedes Lewis wasn't in his game, right? And Mercedes Lewis is just another tackle, basically, yeah. with some hands. Clearly, he made that great yeah. catch uh, sure. at New Orleans. But Wagner took that blocking role on. So he was basically standing in Mercedes Lewis spot. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to see him over on the left side. I was like, what the hell is he doing over there? So be crazy if he caught a ball, right? I know. That's what I was thinking. Because I think one of them was uh, – they might have been in the red zone when he came in there or something. I don't remember. But, yeah, yeah I wonder was, if he can still catch. Yeah, throw it out to him. <laughs> Nathan Hale. Right. 
Ethan Hill grad. Mm. Any other observations before we move on? That's all I had. My only other thing was in this game, MVS was the one, right? He's the wide receiver one in this game. And MVS is not a full route tree guy. I mean, he's, he can't be your number one because he can't run the whole tree very effectively. But I will say this because I always beat up on MVS. I feel like he, this was an opportunity for him to do more. And while he didn't have a huge stat day, I thought he actually played a pretty decent game. Like I thought that, that he is starting to, for lack of a better term, be more versatile. Versatile? Versatile? I don't know. What the <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one of those things. I thought he had a decent game, and I, I usually beat up on him, so I'm trying to give him a little bit of – Maybe it's good for him to actually, like, come out onto the field and know that he's the number one. Maybe yeah. that's Maybe that's kind of, like, going to be a good, you know, experience for him going forward to know that he's, he's done it before, he's, he's had that role, he's played it before, he stepped into it, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, Malik Taylor had a catch in this game, and he was college wide open on that play, oh, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, hopefully see more from that guy. And I think Shepard is, you know, Shepard is kind of like one of AFR's, like, guys, right? Mm-hmm. You saw him catch that ball, and, like, Aaron just, like, rolled up to him right away and pounded him on the helmet and, like, you know. Yeah, he does love Darius Shepard. He said – in both preseasons that Darius Shepard is one of those guys that is constantly trying to get better. It is constantly asking questions and trying to, you know, make himself a better football player. And you know, uh, Rogers and all quarterbacks, but Rogers loves that. Yeah. He's like, I'll make you one. (laughs) Right. I've made worse wide receivers than you into great players. So stick around for a while. Maybe that get into MVP of the game. Who you got? So my MVP is actually an MVC. My most, most, it just, it's my most valuable coach. This game was one. And I, I, Robert Tanyan, right. I mean, I could pick him easily. And because he won me my fantasy football league, that's an (laughs) obvious choice. So, but this whole thing is predicated on Matt LaFleur and his offense and the way he is calling the offense. He has, been the difference. Aaron Rodgers is a great player with any coach. I believe that. But this is new level Aaron Rodgers, and it's new level Aaron Rodgers because defenses have no fucking clue what's about to happen. Yeah. So that's my most valuable coach. Yeah. Well, it's no secret. Mine's going to be AFR, no doubt, and, and for this game. I mean, I really, I, you know, I touched on this earlier in the broadcast, but I mean, it just seemed like he was playing out there all by himself, really. I mean, he was just literally by himself doing what he wanted. Nobody could stop him. And it was just Aaron Rodgers all the way. You can't stop me. And that's it. That's, that's how this is going to play out. We're going we're gonna to dominate you and it's going to be a big win for us. So, I mean, he just... It was just kind of one of those games where I haven't seen one of those games from him. I mean, going back to last year, I'd have to really look at like each individual game, but I haven't seen a game like this out of him in maybe two years. I mean, yeah. he was just on freaking real in this game, the way he was conducting this, this offense. So I'm going to have to go with him. And I, I could have picked him too, for sure. Him or Tanya, and they were both amazing. Did you see or hear the, 
uh, Roger's interview on the Pat McAfee show. I did see a little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> Where he was talking shit. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. He's like, my worst years are career years for some guys. Yeah. And it's really true. It is. I mean, he has not turned the ball over, and he doesn't turn the ball over. He just yep. doesn't. I don't know how many interceptions he had last year, a couple. Probably half of them were touched by a wide receiver. Right. You know what I mean? It was a tip ball, ball of some kind. Whatever. And now that Jimmy Graham's no longer on the roster, that will right. probably cut his interception total in half. <laughs> I love Packers Twitter for many reasons. And one of the reasons I love it is they love to beat up on Jimmy Graham almost as much as we do. Good. Let's keep yeah. it going that way. Tanyan caught three touchdown passes in this game. I want to say that Jimmy Graham had three touchdown catches in two years, in the two years yeah. of this year. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Get on. What yeah. else? Oh, three keys. So uh, next week, not next week, they're on a bye next week. So we will have an interesting conversation with our pro football history buddy, Peter. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, for that. I'm excited for that. But we, uh, the three keys. So maybe, do you want to hold off on the three keys until next week? Eh, let's throw them in now. Yeah, we can always talk about like, them next time, too. Yeah. What do you think? Well, obviously, the number one key is going to be getting healthy, getting everyone rehabbed, everyone getting um, getting the injuries taken care of, getting some good workouts in. I mean, this is it, literally this couldn't have been dropped on them in the schedule any better than right now. So um, they're on a roll. They're into the bye week of four and zero. What's what's there not to like about that? I mean, get healthy and come out and and smash. Tampa Bay in the face. Getting healthy is number one, right? Kenny Clark being back, Adams being back. Those two alone changed the game. They changed the way that offenses and defenses play against the Packers. I think we talked about it. You know, Adams said something on Twitter and then took it off of Twitter like he was ready to play and they kept him out. You know, while I appreciate Adams wanting to play in that game, it was 100% the right call to keep him out of this game. It was. I mean, Atlanta was depleted too, so I think they they knew that the deck was still stacked in their favor. Right, but they the the opposite happened in that game. Atlanta sends Julio Jones out there, and Julio Jones yeah, should not did. have played in that game. Exactly. So you well, nailed it. Yeah, you saw him go going off at high, halftime. He didn't even look. I mean, he was just well. The balls he caught. Yeah. The two. I think he caught two balls at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they basically they just threw it out there and hoped he could do yeah. something with it. And he was not Julio Jones. He just wasn't. I hate to say I mean, I love that guy, but I, I, want, I wonder if this is, this is it. Downhill slide, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. How much of it is injury and how much of it is I'm not that young anymore and I've been beat up. Yeah. I remember Calvin Johnson for mm-hmm. so many years. And, I mean, he, he reminds – they're almost kind of like the same player to me. So, anyway, get healthy. The Packers need to be healthy. healthy. They kept Adams out, and I think Perfect that was a timing. good idea. Number yeah. two is uh, – you know, we touched on this before, but definitely the better tackling. It's a problem. It is a problem. Mm-hmm. A systemic problem on the defense that they got to fix. And that all falls on Petten for me. So – Get these guys in there, show them some film, get some technique down, and coach them up. Whatever it takes, right? Because, I mean, it's been bad tackling two weeks in a row. And I, Okay, I'll give you Alvin Kamara. I will give you that. That guy makes a lot of NFL players look silly. But the Falcons don't have that guy. No. They don't have Alvin Kamara. 
on the or anyone close to him on the field. So if you're missing tackles against guys that aren't Alvin Kamara, you have a problem. You have a tackling problem. And yes, that's a coaching problem. And I know that they don't hit as much in the NFL anymore. It's not like the old days where, you know, just full contact, full goals all the time. But in a preseasonless season, I think you do need to tackle more. I think you do yeah. need to be a little bit physical out during practice. And I, I get it. Guys are hurt and you know, you're you're going to make a Super Bowl run. That is the yeah. plan, and that is probably what's going to happen. We're going to make a run to the playoffs for sure. But, I, yeah, they need to clean that up for sure. Hats off to Atlanta. The one thing I will say about Atlanta is, like, they, they did hit in that game. They had some guys popping some hats around. I mean, you could hear it. I mean, they, they were they were not shying away from – were they great tacklers? Maybe not. But, man, they were making some contact. So, w- whatever it takes, whether it's making more uh, – violent contact or wrapping up or whatever it is, but they got to get that straight. Absolutely. What else? Uh, just shutting down the wide receivers. I mean, you got Mike Evans and uh, what's the other guy? Godwin. Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, two dangerous receivers. So they're going to be matched up. Obviously Jair, hopefully King is not too banged up. I, I think he'll be obviously healthy for this game. You know, you got two premier uh, wide receivers going against two premier uh, defensive backs. So it should be a good matchup, but those guys, um, I think they're up for it and they, they shut them down and we come out of this with a win. Yeah. I think that the wide receiver matchup is huge. Uh, I know Mike Evans was hurt and banged up and Godwin is hurt and banged up. So I'm not sure. I I would assume that they're going to be back against the Packers. I know Fournette was out last week, uh, but he's back today. So they're going to be a little bit more healthy also. So hopefully we do get a good matchup, really. I mean, yeah. that, that's really a key. We'll see. Yep. What else? Uh, just to like like the little tidbits at the end here. Our guy, our guy Bagleton, played in the game, got his first NFL start, turning your jersey. Yeah, that's kind of strange to go from, Fuck. we're going to put you on the roster, and then we're going to call you, you up. Call you up. I mean, he, he, got, he was in the game. Yeah. Took a few snaps. And thank you, but everyone was like chomping at the bit because everybody thought that uh, Snacks Harrison, they were going to make room for Snacks Harrison. Right. And maybe they were, Seattle. and they just, Begleton's yeah. gone. What did he not show? Like, did they bring him you know, to say, okay, here's your shot, kid. Go out and make it happen. Did he run the routes wrong? Because that, he never got a ball thinking. thrown at him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe he made some mistakes or something. I have no idea. And Bolton was released, too. Yeah. That guy's had some injury stuff going on, so that that's tough for him. He never really got a chance. I mean, and, and you know, it's a man's league. Like, sorry, if you're injured and you can't play, we can't use you, especially this year. Like, we, we need healthy players on the roster and on our practice squad in case something goes wrong because not only do we have to worry about COVID, yeah. we got to worry about guys getting hurt. And it seems like more guys are getting hurt this year than, than really ever before. Begleton's, you know, he had his chance to come into the Avish Cheese and get some juju. Yeah. I mean, just saying. Sorry, buddy. Just saying, man. Should have come on. I I messaged you a couple times. You know, we were supporting you the whole way. Like, come on, man. I think he's a – I still think he's an NFL player. I really do. We'll see. You got to come into that. If you want to resurrect your career, Reggie, you got to come into the the Avish Cheese right now. That's yeah. the key. That is the link that is missing right now between you going back up north to uh, to the CFL and getting your shot in the NFL. You got to come into the average cheese, buddy. If we are the gatekeeper to the NFL, <laughs> that's yeah. going to be great for our podcasting career. Right. We just have to have those guys, those fringe guys on our show, yeah. and that's guaranteed. 
And if you're listening, Reggie, you know, we're kind of open next week because there's no game to yeah. talk about. So we'll have wide open time. Dude. Yeah. Wide open. Let's see where you're at. Let's also, talk. I just one more and one more thing. So during the podcast, Marcy texted me and said that she beat me in fantasy football last week. Now, first of all, we didn't play, <laughs> but we're in the same league. And Marcy, I had 155.18 points. And you had 139.44. That does not equate. Marcy's an English teacher, not yeah. a math teacher. Right. I'm going to get in big trouble we'll for that. just leave it at that. I'm leaving this in the episode, though, in case she listens uh, to the whole thing. Good luck tonight. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. That's it, man. It was a good, good cast. Great season up so far. So go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. <laughs> <laughs>